Hello, you're very welcome to Purple Psychology Podcast. We're on episode 82 and we're talking about um, what sport suits your personality. We're here as always with Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello. Very welcome, Nisha. Okay, Nisha, sports and personalities. Um, this is something I end up doing for all of my reports, I realised. Um, an awful lot of students don't find a sport in school because they don't like rugby or they don't like hockey or they're not into football or depending on if you're in Ireland, like if people are into playing GAA and so on. And there's a lot of different pressures that, that come with sport mm. in school and different environments. And also... Some personalities really like water and then their parents assume that they're going to love the swimming pool and they hate it. So mm. um, it's a really interesting one. It's, it's, I end up doing this in every report, finding an outlet, because mm. sport is a massive outlet and some personalities have to have that outlet to function um, mm. and, and they, they kind of know who they are. Um, so there's a big difference between being extrovert and introvert, to mm. put this very simply. So extrovert people generally like team sports okay. and they don't mind having contact and some extrovert sensing people in particular will really enjoy um, rugby and football and contact sports mm. right introverts hate that they have to have their own physical space and yeah. um, some of them may manage to play team sports but they'll always end up being the striker they'll always end up doing their own thing on the pitch to set up the goals. Mm. So if they play soccer or hockey or whatever it is. Um, but they do, they quite often are drawn to sports where they have their own physical space, um, such as, say, cycling. You mm. know, So you might do it in a group with somebody, but mm. you have your own contained environment. Mm. There's a number of personalities um, that are very, maybe very intuitive and feeling, but particularly feeling personalities that really love water. But some of them really hate the swimming pool because they hate the intensity of the noise and they hate, they're, they're quite often, if you're um, very intuitive and you're very um, sensitive, like you'll know if your child is quite sensitive, they probably have always reacted to every vaccine they've ever had and, and, and that sort of thing. Mm. And they hate the, the swimming pool environment with the chlorine, the noise, everything bounces off it. Mm. It's it's not a nice environment. Mm. The, the change rooms are not a nice environment. And it's confined. Yeah, mm. but they'll really love swimming in the sea and mm. being at the beach. Mm. Or, and they don't even necessarily have to swim in it. They might really enjoy canoeing or enjoy other water sports or even enjoy going for a walk beside the sea. And those natural nature elements are much mm. more important to them than um, the swimming pool. People sort of make this association, water, swimming, mm. pool, swimming. Yeah. That, and then that yeah. isn't quite how it works, yeah. which is quite funny. There's other people who are particularly drawn to... Um, um, yoga, pilates, martial arts, they're very in their bodies. Again, they all tend to be quite introverted in nature, um, but there's a sense of um, personal achievement and personal feeling within their body, but not necessarily being massively stretched. And there's mm. usually a ritual associated with the sport that mm. they're quite drawn to. Mm. Um, there's other personalities that really need to do a milestone sport. And again, these people will kind of know who they are. They're very competitive. They're very high achieving. And they need to do a sport that's trackable. So they can be as simple as a gym routine, which they make gradually harder. And they see physical 
fitness levels mm. increase. Mm. It can be something like cycling. It can be triathlon. It can be boxing mm. as well. So they're all very driven sports where you achieve certain milestones and can see your progress and chart it. Mm. And wall climbing is another really good example for it. There's another um, two or three personalities who are quite um, strategic and though they're introverted, they quite like challenge in an odd way and they're all drawn to sports that are man versus nature, mm. I describe them. Sailing, mountain biking, um, rock climbing. Mm. And they all liked orienteering as well as in there. They all like to do outdoor sports mm. that have a particular challenge to the elements associated with them that they like taking on. And they, those people never find their sport in school. Okay. Um, they always struggled. They mm. always think, I hate sport, until suddenly someone takes them sailing one day and they think it's the best thing that they've ever done. There's um, quite a number of extrovert personalities um, that are really um, drawn to um, thrill-seeking sports, scrambling, um, give me another example, um, karting. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're the sports mm. that their parents worry about. Right, hand gliding and stuff like that. <laughs> but the, but the, the reality is, um, mm. if they don't get to do them, and they don't have some element of thrill and challenge in that physical way, that kind of adrenaline rush, mm. like they're the people who will always queue up to do the bungee jump, mm. and parachute jumping, do the sponsor parachute jumping. If they don't have those outlets, they find other means to have them. They find other voices. So it's, it's a balance that you have to get right as a parent. Mm. That actually maybe doing this sport might be, you know, a one in percentage chance of them being injured. Mm. But actually you're better off with them having that outlet than having no outlet. Yeah, yeah. That kind of came up, didn't it, during the, the hurricane recently where the, the surfers went out. <laughs> uh, uh, in really dangerous conditions. <laughs> I don't think I want to go there. But is, is it the same kind of thing? That they're, like fu- they're fighting an urge that they, they can't fight. They, they can't fight against. Yeah, to- totally. Like mm. they, 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 they just they're complete thrill seekers. Mm. And mm. everybody else sitting on the sidelines is looking at them going and don't understand it. No, don't yeah. get it at all. Like, it's like <laughs> what do you act like? Everybody else has like done a risk analysis and gone. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> So, in terms of sport, say as an adult, you've missed out on the opportunity to, you know, um, figure out, like, an awful lot of parents put their children through every single thing going until they find something. Like, I was talking to a woman the weekend, and she said her daughter had started playing football, and it was like a switch had been turned in the child. She was so enthusiastic about it, and just so full of life in relation to it. But for adults that haven't kind of had that parental influence how do they go about finding what they're at? Because it is an, an outlet of for, for stress and and such. How do they go about finding out what what makes me? I, 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 I always find that they've had some niggle that there's something they've always wanted to try. Hmm. There's always something that they've watched on television or read about or. Um, I, but I do think that sometimes they're left with baggage of I don't like clubs, I don't hmm. like teams, I don't hmm. like this, I don't like that, and. 
though not all clubs for your chosen sport will be perfect, mm. the chances are when you do eventually pluck up the courage to rock up there, you'll probably find a lot of yourself because you've all gravitated towards something. Mm. Like that that's why sport ends up being such a social thing. Mm. Because the same types of personalities and the same types of people are drawn to the same type of sport. Okay. Okay. And what about par- what about children? H- how does a parent find what is it that works for my child? What is it Well, that- I think you stop assuming that they're all going to play football or they're mm. all going to play rugby. Mm. And you stop assuming that they're going to do the sports that you did. Mm. Um, not all children are an exact representation of yourself Mm. they might be different and so it's actually realising that if they constantly lose their sports kit or they're constantly sick or they really don't want to go to that or they spend their whole life avoiding it and it's also being very aware that there might be the wrong type of coach because I met somebody recently where a coach was constantly screaming at a child and that was having a huge um, effect and maybe for a certain type of personality, it would roll over them, and they wouldn't really, it wouldn't bother them. Mm. But they were clued in enough to realise that it was spoiling the sports experience, and that they needed to join a new club. So mm. it's also looking at those dynamics as well, mm. and also getting around the dynamic. Like you might realise that your child doesn't like changing their sports kit. Um, in the changing room environment so there's a sense of going prepared for the sport and collecting them and bringing them home to allow them to change so like particularly introverted people would dislike um, Mm. changing rooms environments more than extrovert people Mm-hmm. So all those little quirks too. That all those all that baggage is left Mm. from school for a lot of people That's why they sort of go. I don't like sport and what if parents, what if you have two extrovert parents that will be into certain types of sport and they have an introvert child? Well, yeah, they're quite often trying to force them onto the rugby pitch. Okay. can be quite traumatic. All right. And how can parents, I mean, what kind of tools can parents have, what kind of advice could you give to parents that haven't thought about that? My child is actually a completely different personality type than I am. Well, maybe stop and think about it. Might <laughs> <laughs> be a good starting point. Okay. Any more on that? No, I don't think so. Okay. Thanks a million, Thank you. Bye.